Justin. What's up? Defend all of Westworld now. It's pretty good. Okay, good. Uh, first of all, I want to talk about some news. We're just going to get right into it. Would you prefer to start with entertainment news, or would you like to start with science-y news? Justin just flipped the bottle cap, but did not call it in the air. I was thinking this would be entertainment, that side. Okay, and so it landed on science? Yes. Okay. Trying to make this into a audio story, so it's an experience people can follow along with. Yeah, I'm not good at the whole talk radio thing to describe every single event that, I, that okay. is happening. Justin is wearing a Nazi outfit right now, and he's got one of his arms locked up in a Hitler salute. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of tough. It was hard for him to flip the cap. Yeah, there's a lot of starch in this outfit, so my arm is kind of <laughs> stuck at this point. Those were heavily starched outfits, to be sure. But let, you know what? Since we did bring up Nazis, or I brought up Nazis, because you are one, let's talk about the thing that China did. Did you read about this? CRISPR? Oh, that's a... Uh, that's a... I don't know what to describe it as. It's a DNA like sequencing type technique to like actually go in and change individual bits of DNA, I think to like help cure um, some like autoimmune diseases type stuff like that. Or like genetic diseases that drag and drop gene editing. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. I'm familiar with it. Um, It's one of those technologies that is been shown to be very promising in like, you know, lab studies and did China actually do human testing on this at this point, or would, did they do some animal testing that was really? They've done something? their first human trial. Oh, okay. On a guy with lung cancer, and they're trying to turn off the gene that prevents the immune system from attacking the cancer cells. We don't know if it worked. I mean, I guess you're not going to be able to tell. Well, is that are they? Or is there anything about the test that they were doing as far as like? Is this the only thing that they're trying? They're not trying to do like chemo or anything else like that? I don't know. Okay. I'm Um, just wondering if it's, you know, like a controlled experiment. I mean, it's when you get into human subjects, especially, you know, with, you know, ways we do have to treat some things like, you know, lung cancer with chemo and whatnot. Say, oh, we're just going to try this one new thing and not try the old thing we know might work. But it's a little ethical but, you know, From what I can read here, they're looking to try it on 10 people okay. and just see what happens, which I like about China. They're, they're ready to roll the dice and just say... Yeah, know, I mean, we have enough people. It's, we can right. loot 10. That's a drop in the bucket. We've got some extra, so... Aren't they people who are suffering from incurable diseases anyway? Like, they're terminal, some of them. They're trying to see if the CRISPR will help them fight off cancer. Mm. I don't see anything about them being terminal, but I guess there's no good version of lung cancer. Yeah, I mean, I think China just doesn't have the... Um, institutional system of ethics that we have over here well that the western world generally has for science yeah i mean it's a good and a bad thing i guess things get done quickly but you know when you're the one getting thrown in the back of the truck and you know (sighs) trialed and executed in the span of five minutes yeah it's a bad thing for you right is it justin you could argue that way but you won't be arguing for long (laughs) (laughs) And then your family gets billed for the bullets that they use to kill you. Yeah. But no, I mean, that's pretty cool that, you know, uh, there are actually human CRISPR trials happening now. It's yeah, one of those things you hope in, you know, 
10, 15 <clears throat> years is, you know, the standard as far as treating a lot of diseases because it, it's really a promising, you know, bit of studies that are going on right now. You what know, what if it goes faster. horribly wrong and they turn into like mutant death creatures or something and they have to send in like the rock well, and those guys like in doom or whatever? To that's actually one down? of the big questions around it is like you can pretty much CRISPR. One of CRISPR's applications could be making, you know, designer babies and like babies that are, you know, smarter, faster, stronger, like just like Daft Punk said. Were they blue too? Yeah. Okay. Blue. Oh, yeah. Avatar babies. No, I think that was their other song. The animated music video for One More Time was Blue People. Oh, yeah, yeah. The the animated movie to an album thing or whatever. Yeah, the Blue People. Yes, the the, the full-size Smurfs. Yes, exactly. But so there's two, kind of, there's two kind of diverging ways you can do this CRISPR thing, as I understand it, right? You can do it through just selectively modifying like an existing body mm-hmm. or whatever so, so I like can, if i you can were, do stuff to myself but yeah, i so would not were, pass it on to my children and then you can also edit the i guess the germ line so that you can actually pass on these designer traits to your offspring <clears> and <throat> that's the thing i think that scientists are i know they've already put a moratorium or ban on that yeah here or i don't know where because i mean it really leads down to you know oh you know i have money so i'm going to make a super baby and you know that super baby is hopefully going to go on and inherit my wealth and make more super babies with crispr that's yeah. the but if that super baby is going to be smart and have the advantages to grow up and maybe like figure out how to do other some other great scientific leap what's wrong with that uh... Because then the super people start viewing the other people as less than human. and Yeah, it becomes the whole, like, yeah. literal, like, you know, thing the Nazis were saying as far as, like, Ubermensch and whatnot. Because then you yeah. will literally have a class of people that are, you know, oh, you were designed from birth to be super people. <laughs> right. Then right. you get into, like, your society is based on castes and, you know, look at India. That doesn't work so well. I, yeah, but their caste system is totally artificial, I don't think that the the Brahmin people are in any way smarter. Yeah, but it's so in, it's so ingrained, and if you make it genetic, that's even more ingrained than like thousands of years of practice. So there's really no way you can get out of that. I don't, I don't think it's a good idea to edit people's germline. And it's it's a it's a dangerous place to go, in my opinion, just because you can you know start making you know oh this we're gonna start making kids that are gonna have gills and shit and whatnot possibly i don't know but it's gonna happen i mean it'll probably happen as time goes on but i mean right now the applications that they're talking about as far as like helping with genetic diseases and whatnot either you know things that could be passed on to kids or ones that you possibly already have as an adult those are very good applications that are promising just yeah I guess I'm enough of an immoral, amoral, atheist, evil yeah, person I, just to say, fuck it, whatever, do it, do whatever you want. You want a kid with gills? Go for it. I look forward to him competing in the Olympics because that'll be good TV. <laughs> I mean, it, it would be interesting, in my opinion, to see that happen, but it, you, you 
you get people that will be bitching saying like, well, I didn't have a chance to be born with gills. Why does, you know, Billy Gillface over there have a, a chance to be born true. with gills? I mean, but also like you're going to bitch about people being taller than you then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But anyway, yeah, that's, it, it's, it's a gray fuzzy line to how far CRISPR should go. In my opinion, there are some obvious ones that are on one side of the spectrum and on the other side, it's like, okay, we probably shouldn't be making, you know, super soldier babies. But the middle is where it gets fuzzy. So, I eh. ask a question of how far it can go anyway. I mean, they hadn't even had a success with it yet. No, but I mean. I think it's ironic that you'd have the ability to repair damage before you had cybernetics, excuse me, figured out. We just spent all this time as a society like, Oh, you're gonna have robot hands and shit, then it's entirely possible you're gonna. Clone, well, I mean, robot arms hand. would still have a place in society, as far as you know. If I completely damage my arm to be unusable, I don't think we can use CRISPR to make me into like party guana and grow a new one. No, I don't think we're gonna have any of that shit going on yet. But I just like, oh, if you you know, the the gene for blindness is one of the things they're looking into tackling next. Mm -hmm. Oh, you have cybernetic eye implants by 2005, according to the 1970s. Don't worry about it. No problem. Mm -hmm. And it's ironic that you got there first by using, like, the Google Docs of gene editing. Well, I think that's just... At some point, you have to say, like, it's going to be very hard to get to that point where a prosthetic is 100% like a real limb or whatever so if you can say well the body can do this already just through you know healing itself mm -hmm. so why not just leverage and try and improve on that what the body already does well i think that's where you know let CRISPR me really come let me go out on a limb and talk about nasa okay did you like that I, out, I, I really don't limb. know where the transition happened there. Go out on a limb. It was a pun. <laughs> it was solely for your benefit. Anyway, okay. the EM drive is back. I... Remember the mysterious EM drive that nobody could figure out how it worked? And... Yeah, this is the most fucking misleading article that's been published across the internet recently. Yeah. It's, it's completely misleading. It said it's been peer-reviewed. That doesn't mean the technology works. Peer review means they're just re reviewing the methodology by which they conducted the study. That's it. It doesn't mean we're going to have EM drive. But people are already talking about it. Like, that's the headline on Reddit. It says, like, well, we're going to have EM drive now. It's yeah, like, no I, guys. I saw a little bit of this, and it was like what Grant was saying. It's, there was a pre-reviewed paper that happened, which really means nothing. It means other people looked at it, and the methods for the study looked okay. It doesn't mean we're going to be getting to Mars in three days. It doesn't mean we'll be a. It doesn't getting to it, that warp gate past Pluto or whatever the fuck Mass Effect said. But what it does mean—that's a good positive step—is that there's now enough evidence to go forward that it could work. That mm -hmm. they're going to put one in space and turn it on. Right. They can build yeah. a small-scale prototype now. They can you so, know, see if it works practically. I think that's a positive step forward that would not have happened without this paper saying that it looks like it works on paper, so we have to try it. Mm -hmm. Right, 
but that, that's what people just don't understand about this is that the paper is the theoretical part. It's like now they have to do the engineering part, which means making theory work in reality, which means they're going to have to cut some corners inevitably yeah. to make everything work. Sadly, though, we live <laughs> in a world where if you get somebody to click on your article, you get you know, a quarter of a penny. <laughs> So you make headlines that are clickbait, and people click on those to try and read more shit. And you have to go through seven and a half pages of ads. You won't believe what these ten celebrities do. Yes, and each time you click on another page, they get another quarter of a cent. Black teen discovers secret to big dick. Porn companies hate him. That's a real one. Oh, okay. That was on Yahoo. I, I didn't realize that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's basically the world we live in as far as, you know, these type of article headlines where, you know, EM drive, we're getting to Mars in three days, book your plane ticket today and click on that article and you find out we don't have shit on EM drive yet. It's just the paper that other people said, well, I guess the study looks okay. I will say once they get this to work or if the prototype turns out really well, it's going to be very, very cool. It's going to be very big league cool. Yeah. Oh, it says they already built one. So that's they're one step ahead of you. Some dude named Dr. Hold on. Strange Love? No, that would have been a bomb, but this is a valiant attempt. Fuck. Uh, Guido Feta, American inventor and chemical engineer. Apparently this is the one they were testing that has produced all these anomalous results. So I guess they're going to put it in space. I mean, I figured they would have built some sort of scale one just to test and, you know, get some data from. But Nope, seems like a guy built it in his shed. Oh, He okay. was there ahead of him. Well, I think it's okay, fucking Tony cool. Tony Stark. Hey, but... I, I think it's great. <laughs> no, I mean... I'd be very happy if this turned out to be exactly what it says on the label. That'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. Then you really could have a Mars colony. Don't you see? We're so close to living in Total Recall. We're so close to the Mars colony, to the Hilton, to the Trump Hotel properties on Mars. To the CRISPR baby head in the stomach. The failed CRISPR experiment to try to regrow an intestine turned into a baby. It's happening. Look forward to it. It's getting there. Yeah. I mean, I guess, though, to, you could theoretically CRISPR somebody... The, the function of the lungs if you could find out how to alter that so they could breathe on Mars. But, I mean, that might be going a little bit. Have you guys seen the new show on National Geographic about Mars that they just launched last weekend? No, I have not. I've seen some ads for it, and I've been meaning to find it. But Dude, I watched the first episode. It was it's pretty good setup. Half the show is a documentary, and the other half is like an actual fiction drama mm -hmm. about the first astronauts going to Mars. It's pretty neat. Is one of them Matt Damon? No. One of them Mark Wahlberg? No, they're all unknown people. They're just... Is it the same sort of scenario as... <laughs> no, it's actually they're trying to dramatize what the people in the documentary portion, like Elon Musk, are saying would be the practical way to get there mm -hmm. and to, you know, what the space travel would be like, what landing on the planet would be like... Yeah, the, I mean, what that, the conditions would be like. I, I would be interested in that as long as they don't just try and 
be like, oh my god, it's like Apollo 13, bad shit's happening. Oh well, the, the so the thing that happens in the first episode is that they do land on the planet successfully, but because, you know, there was some kind of unanticipated trouble with the landing, they were off the, you know, they had set up a prefab base before the people came, mm-hmm. and they were like 70 miles away from where they should have been, mm. so they had to use like the remote capabilities at Mission Control to send the rover from the, the landing site over to these people 70 miles away. And in the landing, I guess, like, the, the commander or something gets injured, and I guess he, like, broke a rib or something, so he's coughing up blood. But it's like... Hmm. But they didn't have solar panels on the top of their rover powered by a nuclear probe core. I mean, come on. Matt I think that's what the, the the rover is powered by in this, this series. It's all solar, and, like, they laid it out. Like, there's a big solar farm mm-hmm. at the habitat area, and they have, like, a main dome and a... Medical dome, too. The Hab, as we learn it's called. I don't know what they called it in this show. I've had a rocket thrown at you right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was just such a funny movie. I can't take it. Looks pretty funny. It was such fiction. NASA had touchscreens and funding. It was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how you know it's science fiction. They funded NASA... That's what Trump says he wants to do. He wants to fund NASA a lot. I will, if he does that, I will be very happy. That would be a good delivery. Trump's going to invest in so much science. That's what he said. He's gonna, they're going to create mobile suits and use them to fight our wars in the Middle East. Okay. I'm sure that will go over well. Trump's going to lead our troops into battle. Uh-huh. Really? In the tall geese, because it's got the hair. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Nope. No. No. He does fund NASA, though. Cool. Except for the climate part. Yeah, but I mean, that's not really NASA's job. That's that's like the EPA. NASA should be, you know, sending people to Mars and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Or send, you know... Put uh, put Donald Jr. on a rocket to Venus or something and see how long he survives. Wrong. I'd be for that. Huh? I'd be for that. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, you could do it. That's how you could get rid of traitors, maybe, in the Trump administration. Launch them into the sun. Just a thought. <laughs> I'm sure he's a listener. Good news for you, though. Segway, yes. <laughs> Do you know what they're not funding now? What's that? Uh, this is not the government, by the way. This is Hollywood. You know what Hollywood's not funding? Ghostbusters? Or Unknown. I think that got killed. Okay. Uh, no. These Terminator movies? Also killed. Uh, the DC Universe movies? <laughs> Sadly, <Not> no. <laughs> Sadly, no. <laughs> no, they, the Stargate reboot is dead. It completely fell apart in pre-production. Apparently, it was like a complete... It was the Hillary Clinton campaign of movies, basically. They thought they were going to make it, and then the article said that they tried to start making it, and Mm -hmm. it was like, wow, we forgot to rent lights. Like, it just fucking nothing was ready, so they said, we're not doing it. We're just going to scrap the whole thing. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So I guess they're not making the Stargate reboot anymore. (laughs) Okay, then. (laughs) 
I think that's good. Because it was probably going to be horrible. I mean, let's be honest. Not a, it's you know not like that fucked up Valerian trailer that came out. Did you see that Mm-mm. from uh, Luc Besson? You know, say it like you're having a fucking stroke. The French guy who did the Fifth Element. Don't know, man. He decided to make another sci-fi movie. It's based off some French comic book, I think. It looks like George Lucas made it. It's all CGI. So, okay. They didn't fund Stargate, but they're going ahead with that. You can't really explain what these people do, what they think. They probably aren't thinking. Yeah, they are. CBS is thinking. That's the last news piece I had. That's something that Grant shared me, actually. Is this more Star Trek? Sort of. Uh, CBS Interactive, so their online thing, says that they have to put their new Star Trek show online because the sci-fi genre is not... There's no successful shows. It's hard to make money with the sci-fi genre. So they got to put it online behind their paywall. Really? There's there's no <laughs> successful sci-fi TV show. This is his position. Because of the, the bold direction they're taking it, there's just no way that they could thrive. And it's really hard to get a good sci-fi show going. I think the market shows that. Mm. And they're going to use this show flopping as another excuse for unsuccessful sci-fis because it was underfunded and... They didn't have any kind of, you know. Put behind a shitty paywall. Yeah. Cost you $10 a month to watch it and one other CBS original show. Yes. But it's without commercials for the $10. At least it's not like Hulu where you pay to get fewer ads. At least it's not like Netflix where you pay to get none. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. I think this is fucking stupid and this guy's an asshole because... His excuse is, we're, we're going to show nudity in Star Trek, which I don't think was ever really part of Star Trek until J.J. Abrams got his hands on it. No, it was. Enterprise and Voyager. They had people's they had tits two, out? They had two characters that were there to just be basically, you know, tits and ass. Okay. I mean, so did a lot of other Star Trek shows, but these women didn't have their tits out, like... I think what he's implying is actual nudity. Like, there's no restrictions. They're, they're going for, like, HBO yeah. Star Trek. HBO which... Star Trek, profanity and nudity. Like, look, look, they're naked. And he just said, fuck. This oh. is Star Trek. It's stupid. These people are stupid. I don't, I know, why they, I don't know why they keep doing this crap and then just pretending. Just don't even do it if that's how you're going to do it. I think it's because they want credit for trying, and then they can, like Justin said, just justify whatever other shit they want to do by saying, oh, it didn't work out. Well, I hope they know their stupid pay TV thing is going to fail miserably, too. <sighs> I think they, they I, could be a producer's type thing where they're just trying to write this off. <laughs> <laughs> Pour more money into this. I actually like that idea. I, that is a... <laughs> we should also port the new Star Trek on CBS <laughs> Interactive. <laughs> So it does become a producer scenario where they get fucked in the ass. <laughs> it's so popular they have to keep going with it. <laughs> yes. And the actors start demanding like more and more. And <laughs> oh, so they're going to get to the Game of Thrones problem? Yeah. I want more money, and by the way, I'm not doing any nude scenes anymore. Oh, okay. Good thing I, we have CGI. <laughs> I guess we have to keep you around. <laughs> Yeah, this whole okay. thing just makes me mad. I agree with Justin. Everybody who's listening, you should all support it. You should all find the $6 a month to make this a huge success so CBS has to keep it going for years. <laughs> Ten seasons. Yeah, I mean, how many nude Star Trek episodes can you have, though? I, th- I think that they... I don't know. 
We'll see. I'm sure it's going to be just as bad as the MacGyver reboot. It's going to be just as awful. Haven't seen any of those, but I heard it was awful. It's pretty awful. It's okay. just it's my my complaint about like the it's 2016 script writing thing where everybody's a sarcastic quipster asshole douche. Mm. They brought that to MacGyver of all mm. things, and they're going to bring it to Star Trek now too. Ooh. Yeah, everybody's sliding over yeah. desks and using iPads and making quips and having quick cuts between people Ooh. quipping each other. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, I, I know. Very bad. <laughs> yeah. Very. Maybe President Trump will ban it, but Mm-mm. no. Not going to happen. <laughs> you can't executive order that away. <laughs> Unfortunately, in this case, for once, because this looks like it's going to be fucking horrible. But we should all make it a success, because that would be really just, a, I don't know, poetic justice. Mm. The director gets stuck on it for 10 years. He it wants would. to kill himself. Yeah, CBS Interactive CEO has to hang himself. He's got to throw himself out of a window to try to end the series. I don't remember how the producers ended, if that happened or not. They're all happy. They're all happy? Yeah. I thought they were, like, freaking the fuck out and, like, trying to get it killed or something. That's the whole point of the movie or the, the play. They're trying to get it killed. Yeah. Yeah. And it turns out to be wildly successful. Yeah, and I thought, like, the success was, like, a huge burden on them or something like that. And Yeah, they didn't like it. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully this guy will kill himself and they can have season 11 start with like a in memory of CBS Interactive CEO. Okay. Just a thought. Speaking of people killing themselves, Bernard's a robot. Whoa. 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 Spoilers, man. This whole podcast is spoilers. (laughs) We spoil life for people. We just talked about editing retards out of the gene pool. So, I mean. That's a way to spoil life, I guess. It is, really. Oh, never mind. Kroger's going to have to massively restructure their bagging operation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or just do self-bagging on every goddamn aisle. I didn't <sighs> expect Bernard to be be your host. I actually suspected, like... No, you didn't. Like, from the first episode, I, <laughs> no, you, no, you I told some people online, it's like, I think everyone's a goddamn host except Ford. And they're like, shut the fuck up, Justin. I'm like, fuck you, just watch. I was that guy disagreeing with you. And I did say that I thought the man in black was a host. But. Turns out he's not. He may not be. Well, I, he, he clearly isn't because those guys came up to him and they're like, hey, man, I know, I know we're here, but I just want to tell you, like, you're really great. Oh, and, yeah, that and guy. He's that like, guy and he's guy. like, you know, fuck you. This is my vacation. I'll slit <laughs> your throat. my goddamn vacation. Yeah. yeah, it's like, I don't think a host would say that. No. <laughs> like, that's just. Uh, what if that he's guy's, well programmed? Well, okay, so the thing is, no. before you even got the big reveal about Bernard, there was another scene with Clementine that they were, like, showing that she's, you know, dangerous and whatnot, where they actually had one of the hosts, like, that was testing her, that was mm-hmm. acting human, and they even had a line that said, this host is programmed to be a human. Yeah. So, the, like, all the safeguards are in place. The Asian guy. Yeah. The one of the security uh, Navy SEAL guys security team is apparently composed of some hosts, maybe all hosts. Yes. So it's like, yeah, the man in black could be a host who lives in the real well, world and comes here for vacation because Anthony Hopkins programmed him to pay money to come back because he's a cheapskate. Well, I, it's just like when you start having like Bernard be a host and it looks like Therese is going to be a host now. It's like, who? All right, back to your who isn't a host. Thing. Yeah, it's like, like all right. All these people that we've seen from episode one, it's like maybe the new board member girl, she isn't a host because she's new, but she's on Ford's side because 
you know, she had the host in the room while they were having the discussion and whatnot with Teresa. But it's like, okay, who isn't a host? Is the security team all hosts? I get I guess Elsie isn't a host, was that her name? Yeah. The girl in uh episode six who was like trying to found the satellite uplink. Oh, Bernard's assistant. Yes. Yeah, what happened to her? Did they Um it'll probably come up, I'm guessing, in tonight's episode. She but, got uh But yeah, I mean she got, you know, whisked away by someone in a dark room. Kidnapped, yeah. And then, you know, the next episode, Bernard's like, Where's Elsie? And Can't some guy's her. like, Oh well no, she got put on leave in the system. It's like, who the fuck put her on leave in the system? <laughs> Anthony Hopkins killed her and is making a new one. Yeah. I will say though, every week I've just been like blown away by Anthony Hopkins. Like I don't know, like all like the little like things he does when he's like delivering lines. I'm just like, holy shit, dude. This is like Hannibal. If he was that he's like old, comes off as a creepy pedophile guy. Yeah. Yes, we're all on my side now. He's a creepy pedophile. I fucking called it. He comes off like a child raper. He he does. Uh, Admit I, it. He he he's like he's a creepy a, child raper. He turn he comes off more as a completely psychotic individual with like trying to control everything with a little bit of child rapiness he's, in he's there. He's got a little bit of child I, rape in there. I mean, okay, it's like you can have a child rapist who is, you know, a control freak and you can have a control freak who also does a little child raping on the side. It's like the majority is the control freak wants to keep his, you know, yeah. his legacy as his with a little bit of child rapey. I mean, okay. You can have a lot of child raping. It's like, oh, but I want to have my legacy being, you know, boning children. He's definitely <laughs> the, the God complex is the overall, like, glass of water. But there's some few drops of child rape food coloring in there that kind of inform the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> if you follow the metaphor. I, I get what you're saying, but. He does have, like, that creepy, like, I'm a control freak and I like my environment the same way. Just, like, the same thing. Like, yes, and you're never going to tell your parents about this, are you? Ha, 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 ha. The weekend at my cabin. I mean, the guy keeps a recreation of himself as a little boy around mm-hmm. and goes to visit his family in a fucking house with a secret door he can come out of to surprise them. It's a little, a little... Yeah. Which, by the way, is I thought... I actually did not think Bernard was a, a synthetic person when that happened. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like a fuck up on their part. No, no, no. I as, <laughs> like. I had like suspicions up to that point. And then like as soon as they were in the room and it's like... What's behind this door? And like the camera pan, like already went from yeah. that wall to Bernard, then back to that wall. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, it's going down. <laughs> I thought that was like a little mistake on their part, the way. And they actually, if you that. go back to um, the uh, fifth or sixth episode where they're actually in the house of for the first time with uh, his yeah. unregistered host, um, he comes out of that exact spot in the wall. It like you know pans to the family. Ford says something, and then it pans to him. And then he's, like, right where the door is. So it's very intentional that, you know, the shots leading up to that, even in prior episodes, which is kind of cool. And it makes sense in retrospect. Yeah. The only thing I thought that was a suggestion that registered to me was when he was banging Brazilian lady mm-hmm. and after before he killed her. And he said, like, you know, the hosts talk to people to practice being human sometimes. And then she was like, oh, is that what you're doing right now? And I was like, mm, no, that's too direct. <laughs> Well, okay, so you actually bring up something kind of interesting, which I've actually been reading some things online. It's like, 
it's because it's been shown now that the camera can be an unreliable narrator in this show, mm-hmm. being that we saw the wall and the door wasn't there. Yeah. Because it was through Bernard's eyes. Sure. It's like, how many things through Bernard's eyes have we seen that aren't really what they are? It's like a couple of things that I've saw brought up was when he was looking at the um, little sheet of him, the design sheet. Yeah. He didn't see it. He like he saw what it what he saw himself at through the camera saw himself, I guess, rather. But you didn't see the bottom part where it says the name of the host. Mm-hmm. Unlike where you saw Dolores' name. So it's like, okay, is that going to say Bernard down there or is it going to say a different name? Like a lot of people are thinking like, oh, Bernard could be Arnold because of that. In the same way that he saw the picture on Ford's desk and there were two people and an obvious blank spot. For it's him. like, was Bernard not seeing the third person because the third person would have been him? Him. It's like... probably. You have to start, like, going back and looking at things now because it's, like, how many times did we get, you know, the sheep pulled over our eyes because we we couldn't see what we were supposed to see? When I want to know if Bernard has been following Ford's orders all this time, mm-hmm. how does that inform all the conversations he has with Dolores all the time? Where, like, what is the goal But is it then? actually him? That's what I mean. Like, is Bernard actually, like, unaware then at a certain point of, like, Ford is telling him what to do well, and he's doing that himself? Or is that all part of a cue that Ford has given him to do something or is with it Dolores? Yes, that is the yeah, thing. Like, it's like, are like those who's pulling taking, whose strings? Yeah. Are those conversations taking point in the past? Because Dolores is one of the original synths, so it could be Arnold, the real guy. Yes. Programming her as some kind of Trojan horse weirdo thing. Mm-hmm. And that's another theory that I've seen online. And I, I'm i actually having a hard time believing that there are two storylines going on at different points in time. Yeah, I I don't personally buy into that thought myself. It's just something that I is never established when they are because they always meet in a nondescript glass cubicle room. Mm-hmm. Well, no, the, the two storylines would be the one with uh, William and Dolores. Yeah. And the other one would be the one with the man in black and Ford and Bernard and whatnot going on. Oh, okay. I gotcha. So some people will say William is the man in black with, and that's this is his first experience into the park that will lead into, you know, 40 years of going back. Gotcha. But it's, uh, I don't know about that. It seems like a little sketchy. And I can go on record saying it is sketchy right now. Okay, I I agree. I don't think that makes a lot of sense. Because they've they've both experienced the same kinds of hosts and they sh- they already established that the hosts from like 40 years back were a lot less sophisticated. They were more like the the boy, mm-hmm. they're actually mechanical instead of like synthetic flesh and stuff and both the man in black and William mm-hmm. I think they both dealt with hosts that are clearly like the most recent kind of host. Yeah, I mean, and even like uh, in this episode where they had, you know, the, I forget what's his name, but his body was basically filled up with um, some explosives and then they sent it out on the horse and blew it up. Nitroglycerin. Nitroglycerin, that's what it was. I was trying to think of, you know, old-timey explosives. I was thinking ether for some reason. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, you didn't see, you know, gears flying out in shrapnel it was body parts and horse bits <laughs> yeah but i do i actually think like your theory about 
Bernard and Dolores' conversations taking place in the past and that Bernard may actually be like a representation of the real Arnold. Like I actually, now that I think about it, I find that pretty plausible and that would be kind of a cool thing if they revealed that. Well, I mean, it's already been established that Ford likes to keep around stuff that he sees in his past. You know, his, you know, home, his representation of, you know, child himself and whatnot. He doesn't care about uh, two sheds about other people's memories, but he wants to keep like his own little garden of his memories. And I think Bernard might be that in the case of Arnold. However, he may have died. He just wants to keep him around because at some point Arnold was his friend and he wants to still work with him, even if he has full control over who he is at this point. I can see it. It, It would make sense. I wonder if Ford is a host too. Well, that's the real Ford has been dead for a while. That's another thing. It uh, <laughs> the um, I can't remember her name. the The new board member girl. I think you called her the Brazilian lady. No, no Brazilian lady is the one that Bernard killed. Smashed her head against the wall. Oh, Teresa. Yeah, I don't know anybody's name except for Ford and Bernard and Dolores. Yeah, pretty much Teddy. Teddy, Teddy. Bernard, Dolores, Ford. That's all I got. I got okay. four people. The rest of them are just like it's hacker guy from yeah, yeah, yeah. House of Cards. Got it. Um. <laughs> anyway, the new board member girl. Uh, she mentioned something to Brazilian lady Teresa, saying basically, there is you know a project that we're working on here, but it's all tied up in the data here, and we can't get to it. Yeah. It's like okay. Secret. Secret, it's like, and it could be, you know, what you're saying, it's like, is there a way to, you know, take your mind and put it into a host and basically live through that? Yeah, so I was thinking, like, Ford actually died and just transferred his mind into, like, a fucking android body Mm -hmm. or something. It's possible that's what the, the thing that they have been working on is, and it's just tied up into Ford's research and whatnot and nobody can get to it so what the one thing that seems like kind of a plot hole that i want to see how they resolve is the thing with um mave mm-hmm. it's like she wants to leave westworld mm-hmm. and get out to the real world but I, I would have thought that like ford would have taken that into account and like you know put like an explosive or, or like a kill switch on all of them so if they leave like the confines of yeah, they, the they, park they die or something I, you don't. We don't know how that's going to happen yet, but um, one of the two tech guys said something along the lines of, you know, everything in this park is designed to keep you here, including the skin on your back. So it could be that. Yeah, like they need maintenance. She walks past the little, you know, radio signal and her head explodes. What was that? Wait, wasn't there one movie we watched with like people had shit around? Oh wait, I'm thinking. What am I thinking of? <laughs> You're thinking of episode one. Where if you escape from the slave pits, they blow you up. Direct quote. I thought there was like some sort of horror movie or sci-fi movie where they have like this giant collar. Yeah, the Arnold movie. Running Man? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Well, in, also, in the prison camp. Yeah, it's in Wild Wild West. Oh, I'm thinking of Wild Wild West. Oh, no, the, Wild Wild the, West, there was the, the little... magnetic discs thing? That, yeah. Like, the razor the explosive blades. collar yeah. you're thinking of is in Running Man because there's the guy who's trying to get like the guard's radio terminal. They're trying to hack it. That sounds more familiar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the one guy runs away too fast. Arnold's like, no, stop! And he blows up, and then they get the thing turned off five seconds later. I feel like there was also, like, some sort of, like, live news coverage thing where, like, 
they had you know an explosive around someone's neck and it was it's on youtube i think oh like. the the guy who was sent to rob the pizza store or something yeah and he had an explosive around his neck He's like well i have to rob you because i have an explosive and around the police my neck. didn't disarm it in time so he died yeah yeah i remember that where do you stand in the shrink ray theory? Shrink ray theory. This is the most persistent, retarded thing I've read about this show. <laughs> is this worse than like... Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Let me throw out a quick theory to you and tell me if it's bad better or worse. Or, okay. worse okay. or better or worse than this. So Game of Thrones, you're familiar with at least the a bit of it, right? Right. There is a theory that Danny and Drogo child is actually Tyrion who is a time traveling fetus probably worse than that okay the theory is that uh, this is all taking place in like a very small area that the the Delos Corporation owns and they use a shrink ray to get everything in there including guests like some Willy Wonka shit where you show up normally and How do you know you get shrunk? Then, then you get then you get shrink raid while you're riding the train or something. Well, you, like you, you like walking through know. the hallways or something like that, and yeah. you get. Yeah. I said some Willy Wonka shit where suddenly you end up, you know, being much smaller, and you take place in the shrink ray, and then when you leave, you get turned back to normal size, and that's why the park is so big because it's so, actually really small. So like the whole park is in like a snow globe or something. Well, it would be like <laughs> on the equivalent of like that table in the control center. Oh god, what was that fucking show that ended where the entire thing was in a snow globe? being shaken by an autistic kid. Uh, uh, I think that was just a comic, but wasn't that um, no, it was Foster's a, Imaginary Friends or something? No, it was a it was a real show. It was like a, a hospital show. Oh, that! Yeah. I remember that comic was actually based on something <laughs> yeah, like that. I remember. Um, General, no, was it General Hospital? I can't remember. It was some hospital show, and it, the last, the finale episode was like some autistic kid shaking a snow globe with the hospital in it, and it was like, it's all in his head. And his grandpa's like, what do you think he's thinking about in there? He's making up stories. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that's the the shrink ray snow globe kid and the holodeck simulation for commander riker's personal therapy session at enterprise that would be the holy trinity of bad endings i don't think that's the case no i i think this is just a big plot of land out west that fucking nobody cares about that they were able to purchase well it's, it's it may not even be like out west because it's like clearly in the sixth episode he's he's terraforming and you know they're digging everything up with those huge machines and stuff, and so I think he's pretty much shaped the landscape to be like as if it were in like you know Arizona in the 1880s or something. Like they said, like every blade of grass is yeah. planned in this. Okay, place. but I mean, so not, it could be on an island. It's somewhere. not in Massachusetts, or right? No, so like I think it's more plausible that it's on some like you know either constructed or natural island that the corporation bought and they constructed it there's there there's plenty of places in the middle of nowhere in the west that are just there isn't anybody for hundreds of miles around and that they could easily be like okay well we want to buy you know 500 square miles of land and put a park in there along with a bunch of robot hosts yeah the place they always say we should put solar panels you exactly. just you just put a lot of solar panels there bro it'd be great yeah, so they put a park there instead, which seems a lot more fun than solar panels. <laughs> you get to kill robots and take out your weird sexual urges on them and then kill them. Mm-hmm. Which I guess Maeve likes being choked to death, so there's, you know, that particular I, I wrinkle to her character. She's being choked at this point she, and she's, being killed. She's used to it. It's the preferred method. Yeah. It's like when you have to get, like, gradually weirder and weirder and, like, kinks and whatnot because it's like, well, it's like... 
we've already done choking like you know right bunch of times it's like all right you know start you know taking this knife and cutting me and whatnot but make sure it doesn't show anywhere because i have to go to work tomorrow still (laughs) i want to know what happened is going to happen to william's douchebag friend Oh, he just got beaten up. I they think. got taken away by the the Confederados. It, it's it's game over for him. He's like waiting, you know, at the continue screen. He's for back his in friend. Sweetwater. Like they took him back there. He's like fuck because he didn't get to go to the next stage. Yeah. Oh, I think that they're gonna let him out. I think that there's some throwaway line they had about somebody who got thrown in jail, and they're like, "Oh, put the key in their breakfast tomorrow or something." Yeah, they that was somebody in like Sweetwater that got arrested. Yeah, I'm sure there's a way for him to get out. He doesn't have to spend the rest of his vacation in jail. So how many guests are there at one time, you think, in this park? Have they really talked about that? It doesn't seem like there's that many. Like, they do, like, maybe, like, six or seven people at a time, just so they aren't running into each other. Well, there's some points where, like, I think it was when Hector showed up one time or something. Like, there were, like, three or four guests with him or somebody showed up to, like, you know, bully Dolores, and it's like, well, it was supposed to be an easy lay. What the fuck are you doing? Like, sort of thing. So I'm guessing there's more than that, but I would guess, like, 15 or so. I mean, sure, they all arrive at Sweetwater, but then they go their separate directions. They, you know, pick up a random quest and go search for treasure or hunt someone down or go try and do the war thing and whatnot. And Like the old man who offered them the quest, and they fucking Shut up! Don't even talk to that ass. Shut the fuck up. Turned out to Bam, be a fake, fake quest anyway. Yeah. He said there's no gold. <laughs> I wouldn't go on that. No. Exactly. Doesn't seem like a fun quest. That's like It was a good choice to stab him in the hand. Yeah. I wonder what if Teddy's going to be able to finally catch up with Wyatt. <laughs> if Teddy's ever not gonna be fucking cucked all the time. He's not gonna get everything he wants just taken away from him at the last second. Yeah, but um I'm kind of interested to see if they wrap up everything by, you know, what, four episodes from now? Or eight, nine, They've got to wrap something three. up. But but they've already said that they're, it isn't going to be a fucking bullshit ending with a cliffhanger, is what I read. One of the actors or actresses, I can't remember who, um, for this season. But there are going to be more seasons, so... Oh, maybe we'll go to Medieval yeah, World I, next year. I read that the the next season is not going to be until late 2017 or 2018. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if they can hold the interest in it enough. They're going to have to have a really good season ending for people to wait that long. I mean, I'd assume it's going to be similar to you know Game of Thrones. It's like people are going to be like, okay, well, nothing I can do now except wait, and I'll just watch some other shit. But when it comes back on, when you all about that shit again. I guess there's just a lot of stuff. I mean, to at least from. to me, this this seems like HBO's next biggest thing since Game of Thrones, and I could be wrong about that, and I don't watch enough HBO, but I don't know. It's at least like the popularity that I've seen around it, like you know, talking to other people. It's just it seems like the same sort of audience that watches Game of Thrones watch, is watching this show. I think they need a new Game of Thrones type show because Game of Thrones seems to be uh, declining in quality. Well, they ran out of source material, so they have to start making... Yeah, they're waiting for that fucking fat goblin to finish his book. (sighs) Overall quality, too, though. (laughs) Huh? Overall quality, too, though. The sets and costumes and everything look like shit now. Oh, in Game of Thrones? Yeah. Uh, There's... Don't even deny it. I thought Jamie's armor looked really cool when he was um, at Riverrun. 
Yeah. But I thought it was also fucking hilarious that all the Freys had the equivalent of potato sacks as costumes. It's just it's <laughs> one guy. Whereas in the first season, it was like, wow, this is like knights and castles and shit. Awesome. It feels real. And now it's somebody against it's George Lucas. It's people against a blue screen. It's shit. I hope Westworld doesn't fall on that fucking <laughs> hole. Yeah. Where people could just sit down in a, a chair wrapped in blue felt and talk to CGI versions of the hosts. It was, it was cheaper to film that way with all the extras. Yeah. Eh. Well, clearly they're using some CGI in Westworld already. It's just they're using it for like the bigger like the, the landscape big shot. yeah. shots and things. But I think that the sets of like the corporation building that they all work in, like that has to be you know like two or three sets, and they're just filming it from different angles because a lot of it looks the same, but it works. Yeah, I think there's some CGI though. Like I, uh, the map maybe the the map yes, but uh, like the thing I I don't think the like little synth creation bath thing. I don't think that is, or like you know when the lines are being drawn on the little synth in Ford's little basement. No, those seem like you know CGI shots that were added in later, but. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, oh yeah. But sure. I mean, it's not like the full set is just you know a green screen with a chair in the middle. It's but most yeah. of the action when they're mm-hmm. in those buildings takes place in those examination rooms with the glass walls. Mm-hmm. And to me, that all seems like one big set. Like the one side of it, they have they shoot like the you know where they're mopping up the the hosts and repairing mm-hmm. them, and then the other set is probably like where Bernard's doing his QA analysis and. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool, though. I like it. And then, you know, they, they have, like, the endless elevator or escalators going down. Like, it's uh, probably a matte painting, but it looks real. It's mm-hmm. cool. Lots I just want to know, like, what is in the lowest part of the park? Like, when they go down... It's cold storage. They go down to, like, you know, 70 levels below or wherever. Because mm-hmm. clearly this thing is in, like, that big Mesa rock. Yeah. So the whole thing's built into there. And I just want to know, like, you know, what is that? Is that, like, the original Westworld well, from, like, by there four? was actually a uh, a map or something that HBO put out where it basically looks like a giant, you know, triangle or drill type thing. And, like, you know, at the bottom it was, like, cold storage. And then, like, somewhere between, like, cold storage and, like, where the current facilities are is, like, previous unused areas or something like that or, like, areas that have just, like, fallen into disrepair. So it really does look like that is where the old command center used to be. Hmm. So, yeah. So that old yeah. train station, Anthony Hopkins hangs out with the bartender and is the train station from the 1970s movie. Yeah. Is kind of what they're implying, but I don't know if it's ever... Like, it would fit. Confirmed. Because it would they, didn't they mention that there hadn't been an incident at the park for, like, 30 years or something mm-hmm. like that? So that would be consistent with the movie. And, and they saw... Did you notice that in the, like, I think it was episode five when Bernard goes down there and he's checking on the computer about something? Oh, there was the a man uh, in Yul black. Brenner. Yeah, he was yeah. in the back there. There was, like, a wax cool. figure of Yul Brenner. That was yeah. great. <laughs> I think it's pretty much confirmed that that's what they're doing. Yeah. Which, again, would make sense. This is just what would happen, you know, 20, 30, 40 years in the future of Westworld. Mm-hmm. It's like Jurassic World, except it doesn't suck. <laughs> so then if that's actually what they're doing, then what happened to Roman world and medieval world? Maybe they just didn't make enough money off that, so they rolled that property into Westworld, used the land. They just, uh, like, Ford wasn't really engaged in storylines for those two. Yeah, he's like, uh, I like writing more for Westworld. Let's just... Once he figured out he could build his own private house, there was no need to have the pederast section of Roman world anymore. Yeah. Uh, 
sorry, he just comes off like Joseph Fritzl. Like he's got a basement full of, you know, half children he's created. Creepy. Very good. Very good acting, but like you you want to recommend him for some counseling and just <laughs> It's like the funniest thing. There was like one of the after show interviews or something. It was just like Anthony Hopkins was like, yeah, I, I really like, you know, playing this character. Just I don't know why they always cast me as like this. He's control freak maniac type characters. I am a nice guy in real life. I swear. Maybe <laughs> that's exactly why. what a fucking <clears throat> crazy pedophile would say. Maybe that's why he's so good at it, though. He was a nice guy. And uh, did you guys ever watch the Noah movie with Russell Crowe? Anthony Hopkins was in that. He was uh, like Russell Crowe's grandfather or something who lives on the fucking mountain. And yeah, he was he was just concerned about getting his like grapes or something. <laughs> so he seemed like a nice guy. And now okay. he's got robots to bring him grapes. Give me those robot grapes and a big Earth mm-hmm. movie machine or two. I want to know what's going to happen to Asian engineer guy. Who's concerned about getting into an Ivy League school with a demerit on his record for activating Maeve? Because <laughs> I fucking other people saw him and his beard well, guy friend talking to her and arguing with her and having one of the verboten behavior tablets and the giving it to her. They're fucking glass rooms. Yeah, it's like, and people are walking around all the time. It's right. I mean, at first I thought it was kind of strange that you know they'd be walking around with Maeve just like around the whole facility, but then like a couple, like in the same episode or maybe the next episode, you know, you saw someone else doing something similar. So I'm like, okay, well maybe it's not that strange or just there's more than one host going crazy at the moment, but yeah. He's like, oh, I stole this behavior tablet to work on the bird and nobody can see it and it's so secret. And he's just walking around behind her in the hallway like boop, 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 boop. And everyone's like, oh, hey, how are you doing, Arthur Chu? What's up? But other technicians are doing that with hosts too. They're walking them to like where they need to be examined and stuff. But are they, but they're not using the little tablets. I don't think. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're right? using little tablets. To so walk how? Around. What? What changed like, from we were not allowed to have this? From I can walk around with it. Well, no. It the thing you were saying when they are sitting in the giant glass room where everyone can see them around and actually handing a tablet to Maeve and being like, "Hey, look at this. Don't freak out or anything, or make you know sudden movements like you're going to in a second. Like it's that's what I'm that's, saying. It seems a little inconsistent that it's like, oh, I stole this and it's so secret, but I'm gonna walk around with it and oh by the way, look at it. Here, reprogram yourself, why not? And everybody else in the other rooms who apparently it's such like a, a backstabby culture, it's like oh, I don't want to get snitched on. Everybody else just conveniently like goes blind at that moment, like, Oh, what are they doing over there? I can't see that far away. I don't know why all those guys who do that work to rehab them every night or why they aren't armed because man i just would have shot her in the head when she started getting snippy with me like that and like wanted all that you know extra intelligence and stuff yeah but those two guys they're like must get laid they wouldn't be able to shoot her in the head they don't have like the balls for that sort of thing they'll be like oh I don't want why to not she's not real that's, that's i don't like, think i'll they give can, you some like, lead instead i don't think they the one guy the asian guy can like distinguish that i mean He's thinking of her as like a real person, not as a robot. He wants to bang her. Exactly. And Just like the board member lady, like her uses the Spanish host as her fuck buddy while uh, she's waiting for Teresa to have their meeting. Yeah, but he, <laughs> he wants to bang her like he's he's the nice guy. He's like, Oh, I'm being nice to you, so you're gonna So fuck he's me. he's white knighting her by yeah. giving her extra intelligence yeah. and stuff. God, what, what, God damn what? these cucks. What, right. <laughs> what do you want? What can I do for you? Will you fuck me later, maybe? Oh, yeah, I'll fuck you, whatever, sure. Oh, great, let me bring in this behavior tablet. Here, reprogram yourself. 
she's gonna fuck me later. Telling his friend like over lunch break, like she said she was gonna fuck me. It's like, all right. if you just put a bull in her head, you can go fuck as many you know robots in cold storage as you want. Right, <laughs> like that guy at when they were killing Dolores and uh, her parents said to the other gang member guy, "This I, I reckon it's still warm enough. No one's gonna judge you." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, 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 yep. Rape world. I mean, West world. <laughs> it's so. Wholesome. Gotta be on HBO. It's family entertainment. Well, I mean, you're never going to beat The Sopranos, so why, why, why try? You can just do something else, go a different direction, like Westworld. Though the lady who does bring um, Hacker Guy in says you can have anything you want in the park, so I wonder if they have Gabagool available. Gabagool? Yeah, where's the Gabagool? The Gabagool. <laughs> I don't know. I never watched The Sopranos. I I can't. Oh, man. That's too bad. I saw the last <laughs> minute and a half. Everybody saw the last minute and a half. <laughs> Gabagool. Gabagool. 